Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Culture Changers Podcast. T today, we will be finishing off our three-episode series of Living in the Realization of Your Strengths. We're going to be talking about reshaping our mindset and our perspective on passion and success. Stay tuned. This is the Culture Changers Podcast. People matter. You matter. I matter. Our vision is to see every life valued. And that requires a shift in our thinking. A change in our culture. And it starts with us. With an idea. With a spark of love. A spark that will ignite into a flame and spread like wildfire and change the world. So join us as we help you cultivate passion. Empower people. Impact community. And value life. Let's, let's go. go. everybody it's emily and bj here um with the culture changers podcast again i'm so glad that you could join us um we are back we took a month off because we actually through life choices had an online auction it went amazing thank you to everybody who participated um if you didn't participate what it was was basically um helping to promote vision um helping to promote businesses that were local in the area um, building them up, helping people be able to go there as they donated items and people bid on them. So it was a lot of fun. Um, I hope everybody enjoys that. And we took a hiatus for that just so that we could focus on that in development team. Yeah. And now we're back. Yeah, it was a bit of a so, crazy month. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot going on. Um, but we are back with our episode three. Mm -hmm. um, if you didn't listen to the other two episodes before this, go ahead and do that because they all lead up to this one. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about our perspective and our passions and success like you heard. Yeah. Um, and if you've been kind of liking the stuff that we, we've been talking through, we, we love it when uh, we hear stories. We also love and encourage you guys to, to share it on, on social media and kind of just if what we're talking about is relevant, tell people about it. We, we want to kind of get the word out. Um, just giving you a heads up before we kind of talk in, we're, we're coming into a season of um, we're kind of winding down for this year. We're going to do one more episode, uh, which we'll release in October. And, and then we're going to take a couple of months off. Uh, Emily's having a baby. We're having, um, there's obviously holidays. I'm getting married. It's going to be a crazy couple of months. So we're going to take a few months off. Um, and in the meantime, we're going to be kind of re reevaluating how we're doing things and coming back with you in, in 2022 with a really, um, hopefully a reinvigorated spirit and some new direction, not to not new direction, but like new, uh, energy and passion. Mm -hmm. um, so just throwing that out there as we get started. Yeah. So today, talking about our passion. So kind of an overview of the last two episodes was kind of talking about how to cultivate our passion. What is a passion? How do we develop that? And part of it was mm -hmm. honestly, at first, just taking having life experiences, doing things, saying yes to things. And asking the question, who am I really? Yeah. Also, like just, you know, making sure that we're evaluating ourselves, looking at our strengths, uh, looking at our weaknesses and, and tr stopping, stop trying to be what you're not. There's so much time that we spend, you know, turning a wheels, trying to pretend like we can be something or chasing after these dreams. Not that dreams are bad, but sometimes we, we get caught up in being outside of our wheelhouse. And if we stop and actually evaluate our strengths and what we're good at, we find that there's, there's certain niches that we work well in. So we started with that conversation and we, then we kind of pushed into 
once we figure out who we are really uh, developing those things, actually taking the steps to, to learn and grow in our giftedness and leading ourselves um, well, because if we don't lead ourselves well, then we're, we can't hope to lead others in, in anything. We've got to be able to lead ourselves first. So those were, there's a real, real quick overview of kind of where, where we've been. Um, and as we come into today, we're looking forward. So we've evaluated ourselves. We've spent time developing those gifts and habits. We have an idea of what our passion might be. What do we do moving forward and how do we keep the proper perspective as we take steps towards um, flushing out our passion and actually putting it into action. And whether that means we're starting up something new or we're making a change in our own life or starting relationships differently or, or whatever that end, might end up being, how do we keep our minds focused on the right mindset moving forward? Yeah. So we definitely, if you live in this world, you know that a lot of things are based on succeeding. A lot of things are based on how much money you make or how much, how well you do in school or, um, in sports, things like if you win or lose. Um, so whenever we think of success, oftentimes, um, we think of a cultural mindset of this idea of, okay, I either accomplished my goal, I either succeeded or I failed. And this idea of success versus failure. And this idea that, um, basically oftentimes your worth and your identity is based on that. Like either mm -hmm. you become a pro athlete or you don't, or you become, the top of your corporate ladder or you don't um ends up being very black and white yes and so basically we live in a world where everything is all or nothing um and mm -hmm. like you said very black and white but what we want to challenge is that idea of even though we've been taught maybe or culturally instilled to be in this mindset um in so many areas and i, I challenge you to think back on your own childhood and on your own growth and think of how many times it probably was like oh well I don't want to do this anymore or I quit because I couldn't get to the top or I couldn't get to the best. I couldn't be the very best. Um, and this idea of I was more, it wasn't that you weren't called to do that. It's more that you were scared that you couldn't do that. Um, and so we want to challenge that by saying, what does it look like for success to actually just be growing and developing um, versus an idea of stagnancy. So right. this idea of as long as I'm doing something, forward progress is success rather than this all or nothing mindset. Right, yeah, it, success doesn't necessarily look like you're hoisting the Super Bowl every single time, you know, the, the Lombardi trophy or whatever. Um, it, it's growth. I, I, love, I love that mindset of taking the steps forward, even if that means that I'm only one step forward and it took me three months to get that one step, mm -hmm. that's still progress, that's still growth. Now, we can spend time evaluating that and say, okay, how how can we move forward so that the next step doesn't take three months and we can get more efficient or whatever but but so often in our culture and i think we've talked about this before we we look at that and say well i wanted to lose x amount of pounds by this date and i didn't i fell short and therefore i failed and it's very easy to let that mindset of man i'm a failure i didn't reach the goal end up being the very thing that keeps me down because then I go, well, okay, I failed. I'm just going to go eat a pizza. And then I start backtracking and I lose the progress rather than evaluating, okay, maybe I didn't hit my goal, but I made so much progress and I'm excited to keep moving forward because there are still more, more milestones that I want to hit and there's growth and there's excitement in that process mm -hmm. of growth. This is a little bit of a tangent, but do you watch American Ninja Warrior? I've seen, I don't like watch it actively, but I've okay. seen it. 
So my husband and I watch it pretty regularly. Um, and this just reminds me, like last night, um, the first round of the finals are on. And it was just really cool because now they allow teenagers to come who are like 15 and older. Um, and it was just so cool because this one 16-year-old girl was like the first one to ever get to that round. And she it's a timed thing. So they have to get through eight courses, eight like obstacle courses, like huge athletic stunts um and like swing off things and everything but she had two and a half minutes or something like that and it was obvious like she was on the fifth round and it was already two minutes like she wasn't gonna make it and it was just so cool though because she didn't stop she just kept going and so it was like this idea of she knew she wasn't gonna be able to make this she knew that she wasn't gonna succeed she knew she wasn't gonna hit that buzzer at the end and go on to the next round but it was the idea whenever she came off it was just this pride pride that she had but like a good sense of pride of like but I got up the warped wall. Like I got up this highest mm-hmm. thing that I did and I haven't got that far before. Like I never got to stage five before. Um, and it was just so cool. Cause I think in some ways, what would it look like for us? And I just kept telling my husband that like, isn't that amazing that like she got so much further than she did last year. Right. Like she knew she wasn't going to make like get the buzzer. She wasn't going to be all these pro athletes, but she still did it. She didn't mm-hmm. just say, well, I can't win. So I try. Right. Um, and I just think like if we had that mentality of, yeah, I didn't make this, final goal masterpiece thing or change the world or everything but we got one step further than we did Mm -hmm. and i accomplished one more thing or i learned this one new thing what would that look like if we actually lived in that kind of world and actually applied that to life and and so as you're talking about that i i love that too that's one of the reasons why i mean we just got finished with the the olympics and we love the olympics we love seeing those stories of personal victory and um you know, beating beating our, ba- our 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 records or overcoming so much um, hardship in our life. We we love those stories, um, and we, there's so much that we get inspired by those stories where we you know, well, I can go and do and change the world. Um, sometimes, though, at least for me, when I get caught up in like eh, that's all good and well, but that doesn't change that doesn't change the difficulty, especially when we're looking at you know, if your passion isn't just to lose weight, if your passion is to be athletic, more, more athletic. There's a lot more tangible to that. When, when your passion is relationship or your passion is, man, I've got this, this friend who I love so much and they're going through so much hardship. And really I, I, I can, I can see the answer for them. I can, I can see where they need to go. And I've been pouring into them for years and years and years, but they just don't seem to want to make that step. And, you know, it gets really hard mm-hmm. and to, to sometimes have these inspirational things. It's like, okay, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's fine, but it doesn't always work that way. It does, it's not always this cut and dry, black and white success or not. Um, and it can quite honestly get very disheartening. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things that I deal with as, um, as a youth pastor a lot. I deal with relationships and people that I've poured into for, for years, whether they be the students in my ministry or my leaders. And sometimes it's just like, did anything over the last X amount of years matter? Um, and this is where, when we're talking about success or failure, this is one of those things where we've got to be able to pull back and evaluate, okay, is this, are we looking at success the right way? Uh, and I cannot remember if I've shared this before, but if not, it's worth sharing. Again, we have a saying that we hold on to here at life choices and it's breakthrough is still breakthrough, even if it's in seed form. And that's so tangible when we're talking about, you know, relational things, or we're talking about these, these small, these more difficult battles of growth. Um, 
when it doesn't look the way that we want it to look, when we don't see the success as tangibly as we want to, but we see little glimpses of, oh, wow, they, they, they said thank you. Mm-hmm. After, and they, were, they showed a sense of gratitude. 10 minutes later, they were a jerk again, but, but they said thank you. Three years ago, they would never have said that. That's a tiny, tiny little thing. And if we're not, if we're so caught up in pass fail, we miss the seed. We miss that little mark of success that just happened, that victory that just happened. Mm-hmm. And that's really this idea of when we're talking about having this proper mindset about success and about our passions and about the things that we're doing, that's, that's what it's about making sure that we don't lose sight of the little victories because if we if we don't see those little things whether that be in ourselves in our relationships in our career paths in whatever it can be very overwhelming we can get so lost in wow i want to climb this mountain but i can never get to the top and it seems like i take two steps forward one step back and it's just overwhelming but there's so much success along the way even if it is in those small seed-sized breakthrough moments. Mm -hmm. And anybody who's been following Life Choices for a while, you know, um, we have four medical clinics. And like he just said, like I used to work in the clinics and this idea of like, so we have prayer texts that go out that says she chose life or please Lord not this baby. And not all of the please Lord not this babies get followed up by she chose life, unfortunately. Um, Sometimes it gets very disheartening when we're in a season where it's always these... um, just prayers that are needed or we see clients come in it's so it's so hard whenever you tell them all this education you talk to them for an hour and a half they seem like they're like all in yes absolutely everything you're saying is awesome and then two months later they're back and it's like okay so you didn't really follow what i said or else you want me back here needing um medical services std testing whatever it may be but if you look at it in the way of like okay well obviously they don't care so i'm not going to give them education again that's like basically just accepting that they failed. Like they, they messed up again too bad, but thinking like we aren't even treated like that, like grace is real. So what does it look like then to actually look at it and change your perspective on that and actually say, no, wait, they came back. Like they came back and they want to care about their health and they want to hear from us again. And they didn't just disown us. Like they are here to actually ask, um, and what does that look like? Like putting all your effort in no matter what, because you were called to that. So yeah. I just think looking at it, I mean, there's so many instances where you can, you can just find that in your mm-hmm. life, in your day to day, like <laughs> how you wake up every morning. Is it going right. to be a great morning or not? Like it's, right. we were talking this morning about optimism and it's just this idea of like, you can be optimistic and you don't need everything to be perfect to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And something else that just kind of came to mind, um, we talk about, especially if we're talking relationally and, and like you were talking about what we do in the clinics, we deal with helping other people get from where they are to a better place, you know, with their, their sexual health or, or whatever. And maybe that's, I mean, you probably aren't working in the same sector, but if you are, or you're working in some form of, I'm trying to help somebody else get somewhere. Redefining success and reshaping our mindset on success very well might come down to realizing that success isn't always our definition of success when we're dealing with somebody else. So like, Mm -hmm. I have this, I have this idea of what your success will look like. And if you don't fit the mold of my success for you, 
then you're then you're not successful. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, they have just achieved a new a new level of success. Some they've accomplished something or they've grown out of something. It just maybe doesn't look the way that I want it to. There's still that it's important to still see that and grow in that and acknowledge that change mm -hmm. and that success. Um, again, because if we don't, we can very easily get caught up in, well, this is a failure. Mm -hmm. Well, and we talk a lot about self-comparison in these last two episodes too. And this idea of like, oftentimes we're our worst critic too. So like people don't see our failures as high as we do either. So oftentimes they're like, oh, well you did a lot better than that. And you're like, no, I didn't meet my goal. So I'm done. Like, um, but this idea, like success and passion and how they correspond, um, Oftentimes, I think we can define our passion as something that we, that we, I don't want to use the same word passionate, but something that we desire, something that we care about so much because either A, something happened in our life to make us care about that, or B, you just have a sincere interest in it, whether it's a serious social issue, whether it's just bettering your health, whether it's just caring for people better, whatever it is it's partly personality like we talked about, but it's also partly just knowing yourself. However, this idea too, that while you have this passion, while you have this definition of success for yourself, um, there is a power struggle inside of yourself and there is a mental struggle of not allowing it to become your identity because identity is how you define yourself. So if you define yourself by that success, like I am this, I am a people person but then this person doesn't listen to me <laughs> okay well then maybe my identity all of a sudden i don't know who i am so right. we have to be careful not to allow that to shape everything we are and also miss out on what other things and opportunities come our way like we talked yeah. about um this idea of leading ourselves allowing ourselves to take these chances yeah. yeah and it also circles back to the question that we opened up this three part series with which is who am i really mm -hmm. we are not our passions I, I am not defined by what I'm passionate about or what I do or what I hope to do. What are my dreams? That doesn't, that doesn't define me. And yes, those things can become, they can kind of consume you. And I'm not even saying that's totally bad because that's what a passion is. A passion is something that you, like you just said, you greatly desire and you want to see change and you want to move forward. But when our, when our whole entire reality, our entire identity gets wrapped up in whatever those passions, whatever our goals are, whatever our mission in life is, it, we can get lost in it and then we can become attached to success or failure and allow those things to define us. And what happens is that we, our decisions end up being shaped by, is this going to help me succeed, fail? Is this going to change the way I'm viewed? Is it, it becomes almost like a fear. Everything filters through fear because if I mess this up, or if this doesn't go as planned, or if this, whatever, then my identity is in question. And man, I, that's something that I struggle with and I've struggled with for a long, long, long time. And, um, if you've been following the podcast, you know, that we, we come from a, um, a Christian background and, you know, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. So I'm just going to share this little bit of what's going on in my own life. I, I have been going on this journey recently of exploring that fear in myself. You, you ask me what my greatest fear is. My greatest fear is being a disappointment and being seen as a failure, not failing itself, but being seen as a failure and being, you know, other people thinking that I'm no good. And 
that's something that's been called into question in a lot of ways, um, just because of a lot of life circumstances and different things that are happening. And God has been really pulling that out of me and trying to deal with it, which has caused me to go back in my life and go, I mean, we're talking 10, 15 years ago, having to pull up events that have happened that I thought I processed and dealt with and I maybe really haven't. And I'll spare you the details, but he brought me to this verse uh, in second Timothy that says, for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And if you've been a part of the church, you probably have heard that verse before. And it just, it's such an amazing reminder, but it hit me with a new, different clarity this time. Uh, cause it was almost like God pulled back the veil and helped me see more of the context. When Paul wrote that verse, he was talking to Timothy and reminding him of where he's come from. He, he kind of reminds him of the lineage of faith. He, he has, he's got this amazing faith that he, that he inherited kind of from, from these other women in his life. And as he's doing ministry, it's, he's coming across difficulties and Paul's like saying, Hey, remember that faith. And he reminds him to fan the flame of the gifts of God. And it was this amazing reminder to me, God was what he was saying to me was like, I created you a specific way. You have gifts, you have strengths, you have things that I, your father have given you. And you have allowed this fear of what people think or what, you know, they might even think to limit those things, to, to keep you from being who I created you to be. And that's a part of your identity that we need to change because I did not give you a spirit of fear, mm -hmm. but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Mm -hmm. And, and you go from that verse on, this is in the first chapter uh, of second Timothy, the verse after that, he says, and therefore you can go and be unashamed of the testimony of God, which is not just you know, he was telling Paul, or he was telling Timothy, don't be ashamed of the gospel, but he's telling, he was telling me like, don't be ashamed of who I've created you. Be. Don't be ashamed of the story that I have given you and the part that you have played and what I have done in your life. Don't be ashamed of me. Don't be ashamed of who I created you to be. And not as an excuse to go and do whatever I want without care, but as a freeing statement to say, listen, when you live in me, when you have my spirit in you, God saying that to me, whenever I live with God's spirit in me and I act on that power, love, and a sound mind, I, and it's so freeing that allows me to live out my passions and my calling and all whatever word you want to put in that place without the fear. And then when I look at success, it's not pass fail. It's, was I faithful? Mm -hmm. Did I trust God? Did I, did I step into it with, with my heart? And then it allows me to see the seeds of breakthrough. That allows me to see the, the, the small successes that, for all I know, could turn into these massive stories of, of amazing transformation that I may see, I may not see. But it takes my perspective, and it's no longer about me. And it's no longer about pass fail. It's about what God is doing and how he's working in and through me. Yeah. That's awesome. And this idea, like you said, like something, the stuff that you took from high school, the stuff that you accepted and this idea that like your passion to live that out, this idea of go, like 
go is so mm-hmm. such a small but powerful world, word this idea of go and you mm-hmm. said that so many times but these life experiences whether positive or negative and that's something we need to realize too they can be positive life experiences or they can be negative and either we accept them or do we deny them we live into them but either way that makes us passionate about mm-hmm. something we either become passionate because we don't want to be like this or we become passionate because we do want to live more into this and i think we need to choose in general and in our identity and in who we truly are are we what we say that we are or are we not and mm-hmm. what are we going to live into what are we going to choose to motivate and then basically from that small movements toward a change that we want to see so do we want are you going towards something that you want to become somebody that you want to look up to somebody that you want to think back on and be like yeah like i did something i again this movement versus stagnancy i at least lived i didn't just sit i didn't just stay i didn't just stop because it got hard i didn't just stop because i didn't think i could succeed Mm -hmm. or get to the top but at least i did something i lived and so this idea that the passion that you actually have isn't your identity but rather a motivation to keep you going even when you fail Mm -hmm. so even like you have this passion of living into that to go and live and so even if they're setbacks that doesn't stop because that passion is fueling that what did you say fanning the flame fan the flame of the which i love that yeah so it's like no matter what that fan's going to keep running it may they may dwindle they may become little tenders but like they still Mm -hmm. go and fan so as we as we kind of wrap this up um the the points of application it starts with understanding that you matter and even the smallest things that you do matter as you go back through and you ask the question who am i really and as you start developing your giftedness and leading yourself and trying to look at where you are rather than where you want to be and you redefine success all these different things understand that it all starts with the fact that you matter, Mm -hmm. that your presence matters, that your relationship with that person matters, that the words that you say matter. You matter. You're valuable. And if we don't, if we don't have that as kind of the foundation, then I guess the rest of this is moot because if you don't believe you matter, you're not going to try. So know that you have impact. You have power in just being who you are. And this process of figuring out what your passion, what you're calling, what your, your hopes and dreams are, whatever you want to, however you want to say it, it's important because of that power that you have, because of that value that you have, the ability to impact community and shape culture. Um, simply because we were created in the image of a God who is a culture changer and a impactor and creator. Um, so uh, to not, not to get too, too sentimental, but just you matter. And we want you to help you realize that and get you to that place where you live out of that realization, living in the realization of your strength and giftedness. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have for you for these three-part series. Um, We really hope that you guys enjoyed it. Um, We really just want to keep coming at you guys with things that you want to hear, things that will help benefit you 
Um, and we, like BJ said at the beginning of the episode, we're going to be having one more episode in October and then kind of um, starting another series mm-hmm. or revamping that um, for the upcoming year. Call it season two. Season two, <laughs> which will probably be in February after yes. all of the life events happen. Yes. Um, so we are just really blessed and excited that you guys are here. Honestly, like it's just I know that we can't see you. I know that we can't physically <laughs> hear your voices right now. But right. knowing that you're listening really means a lot to us. Yeah. It really feels like we're not just talking to microphones and each other. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, like we really are thinking of you guys in mind. So um, we just thanks. Thank you for being a part of this. And we hope that we can talk to you again soon.